0: Hey everybody, welcome back to a long-awaited episode of the Backbuilders podcast. It's been, I think, like three months since I've done my last episode. Um, Yeah, it had to have been like three plus months. It's been a long time. And, uh, you know, I it seems like the episodes are becoming less and less frequent. Not because I don't want to podcast and not because I don't have an interest in it, but just because... And I, I, it almost sounds like a cope when i say this but i am busy like extremely busy these days because a lot of people use busyness as an excuse not to get things done um, things that they should be getting done they say I- i'm b- i was busy doing this i was busy doing that and when in actuality they just didn't have interest in it you know we all have that friend who's like oh i would hang out but i'm busy and then you see him on like World of warcraft for 12 hours straight You're like okay well you're not busy you just don't want to hang out and it's not that i have not been wanting to podcast it's just that i have had other things take up my time and when i do have open time i'm spending it now uh, catching up on homework uh, studying stuff like that because the gaps of time that i had in between school and flying you know it's being filled by the baby now who's 11 months old by the way shocking he's about to be a year he is on April twentieth, what's today, like the fifth or the sixth or something? so he's about to yeah it's he's like in fourteen days he's gonna be a year old, which is shocking, probably for a lot of you guys too, because it feels like the last year just flew by fast. but yesterday was the first day that he started walking, and it was kind of um it was kind of induced, but also at the same time, I helped him a lot because I could tell that he really, really wanted to walk. But um and we were in the grocery store, the co op yesterday, and I was like, I wonder if I put him down, I hold his hand, if he'll try to walk. And sure enough, I have a video of it, maybe I'll post it. I put him down on the ground, I was holding his hand, and I put him in front of the stuffed animals like twenty feet away because I knew that he would walk towards the stuffed animals because he is absolutely obsessed with the stuffed animals. And he's sure enough he starts walking towards it. But he didn't know how to go in a straight line. He was only walking in circles. It reminded me of like when a bike has a flat tire or something or a or, or chair is broken where they can only turn in one direction. So he wanted to walk towards the stuffed animals, but he was just going in circles and it started to frustrate him. It's so funny. But yesterday he was bouncing up and down on the bed and he was trying to walk and trying to impress us. And it was just the cutest thing ever. It's so fun watching your uh, kids grow. And uh, he's, when he sees a dog now, he points. Oh, you know, he's obsessed with pointing. He'll say, duh, duh. You know, he knows the word. It's funny. He's starting to put together the words now. He goes, duh, duh. Obsessed with animals, all sorts of animals, birds. Uh, He loves owls on TV. Like we were watching Harry Potter the other night. And every time an owl would come on the screen, he would point at it. Loves Dobby the elf. Every time Dobby would come on the screen, he would start laughing. I don't know if it's because he thinks it's like a hairless dog or something like that. But uh, loves all animals. Loves Dobby the elf, apparently. Um, walking now, you know, saying a few words here and there. I don't, you know, when your kid starts saying words like mama, you know, mama, 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 they do that, mama, da, 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 da. You don't, they're not really saying a word. They're kind of just like making a noise and getting a reaction. But now I think dog, he's connecting, you know, the, the, the shape of the dog, the being of the dog to the word, which is like amazing. Well, let me respond to this text real quick. In podcast, it'll be quick he's just waking up from a nap he's really sick right now he had a fever of 102 last night this is his first time having a fever you know so most babies by the time they get to a year old they've already been sick for you know three four five times especially if they're in daycare um especially if they're not breastfeeding and they you know they separate it from their mom's immune system too early then um you know, then they get sick a lot more often. But this is his first time being sick. Oh, especially if they're formula fed too, and then you know, if they had all those heavy metals injected into them when they're a baby. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, he's this is his first time being sick. I feel bad because I must have gave it to him because I was sick first for like a day. And I was a little tired, all stuffy, had a headache, and then he got it and it just messed him up. Like I've never seen him so tired before, so out of it, and he didn't even have the energy to cry. It was so sad. He was just. Mm and that's all you could really do you know and it sucks because he wanted to play but he literally just could not play because he was just so tired but he he's powering through i mean his fever is reduced we were a little worried about it last night kind of like i think 102 was the max and i was like shit if this goes any further we're gonna have to like if this got up to 104 i think this is when we're gonna be worried we're gonna give him some fever reducers but we let him ride the fever out You know we didn't give them any fever reducers even though like the first instinct of modern medicine is to reduce the fever but the thing is is the fever is the body's natural reaction to whatever it is it's fighting so if you immediately try to crush the fever you're reducing your ability's body to combat that virus or that disease or whatever's trying to fight of course a certain threshold is crossed where, it, uh, you know, eventually that fever is going to start heating up your organs and tissues to the point where it causes damage, especially in infants. But, you know, 102 fever, he was fluctuating up and down. I'm like, hey, this is probably better. You just fever this out. And he did. He broke the fever, um, went down and, you know, he was kind of trying to play a little bit this morning. But anyways, he's, you know, he was sad. It was sad to see your, it's sad to see your baby sick. Um, you know, it's kind of goes back to that one post I had about being patient with your baby I'm kind of connecting those dots there where it sucks that you brought this being in. It doesn't suck that you brought him into this world, but it sucks to see a being that you brought into this world suffer, especially when he's so young, he doesn't really know what's going on. You know, he was just nothing and now he's something and that something is feeling a lot of pain and misery and just sucks. I can't imagine being a parent to a kid who has like some chronic diseases, you know, like cancer or something. One of those commercials popped up on the TV the other day where this kid who's like six, seven years old you know, completely bald from chemo, and the kid's like, "I used to have fun too before I got cancer." And those commercials, they always suck to see. Obviously, you know, the kid has fucking cancer. But now that I'm a parent, I just see that. I'm like, that is, ugh, that is rough. I, I, I struggle to see my kid with a fucking fever. I can't imagine cancer. I'm not going to talk about that anymore because I don't want to manifest this shit. But it was rough. But he's growing so fast, man. Like. I wish that I could show his face online, but I just don't want to because there's just too many creepy people online. I've been doxxed way too many times. I've had way too many people go after my reputation. Way too many people try to personally attack me, go after my employ. Like I'm not, no, I'm not showing my kid's face online. If he wants to show his face online when he gets older, then yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um, But as for now, no, people ask me all the time. I just, I just don't really have an interest in it. Um, I can tell you he's very handsome, very cute. He has long blonde hair. He has very bright blue eyes. It looks like those blue eyes are sticking. Um, he has huge bear paw feet. It's hilarious. Baby's feet are like bear paws. It's it's so funny to see what happens to the foot before it gets mushed by modern day Nikes and Adidas and, and Airwalks if you were born in poverty. <laughs> Airwalk shoes. Man, those will fuck your feet up. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's been going good. I'm just giving you guys like a life update here because it's been so long. Um, and if you hear like creaking in the background, it's because there's like 25 knot winds outside. Actually, let's see. Hey, Siri, what is the current wind speed outside? 19 knots. 19 knots. That's pretty significant. I think that's one of the things that I I cannot stand about where I live right now, which is like right outside of Boise is the winds. I If I had to choose between living in a very rainy place and a very windy place i would choose rain every day of the week i would choose rain because rain sucks especially when you're a pilot you can fly through rain yeah it's a little bit more dangerous but you cannot fly nearly as well through wind and flying you know regardless of flying or not if you're a pilot or not wind just fucking sucks like ruins everything you can't do shit in wind um especially when it's winds like this. I don't know. Like I wanted to go shoot today. I'm like, 20 knot winds shooting in the wind, dealing with all that. eh, I'm not going to do it. You know, I don't know. I just can't stand the wind. And I grew up in a place that was super windy down in Southern California, where it was just constantly windy 24 seven, all summer, all winter windy. It's like, I'm so sick of it. Um, But anyways, yeah, flight school is going well now. I have an end of course review on the 28th of April. And then I go into my check ride mid May, which is like the final test where an examiner comes in FAA certified examiner comes in and uh, examines my flying and then gives me my license to be a private pilot. Um, But yeah, that's been going really well. Actually the the weather's just been so bad for like five, six weeks that I've barely gotten any flying in. And it's just been a struggle. Like I see license plates around the Boise area that says pilots, paradise, Boise, Idaho. I'm like, are we flying in the same fucking airspace here? Like, I haven't flown in five weeks. We've had 20 knot winds. We've had quarter mile visibility and snow and icing for like three months now. And I'm like, your license plate is stupid. There's way better places to fly than here. I don't know. I just take offense to that <laughs> license plate for some reason. I'm like, I just, you know, drove three hours of school there and back. And then I come home and I see someone with that license plate. I'm like, we're not flying the same aircraft clearly. But, uh, yeah, I have that, you know, check ride coming up mid May. And, um, I'm really excited to get that knocked out. I can move on to instrument. Um, what else? My, I have a meeting with our consulate today, our German consulate, to see where we are with our citizenship. I'm pretty sure I told you guys about that, where we are in the process of getting our um, citizenship for Germany invoked. Again, I was able to prove that my line between Germany and uh, you know, my grandpa's line and, and mine, up to me, was never naturalized into the united states um because my grandpa never became never did the paperwork to become a united states citizen so he's technically still german the hard part about that proving that was that where my grandpa grew up which was called uber for, for rats, or something like that which means like over the river which we don't even really know if this is a real place i can't find any evidence of this at all but what we told the german consulate was like this place did exist which my grandpa said you know, okay, whatever, I'll buy it. Um, Uber, for, forat, Uber Fart, it looks like, was a place, but it got destroyed in the war. And it was on the border of Poland and Germany. And then it ended up becoming Polish territory. So it's hard because my grandpa was technically born in Germany. But yet, on his birth certificate, it, ha- it says Poland on it. So it was it was a pain in the ass to prove that he was actually born in Germany and that Uber Ferrat was once, once a place. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Got that figured out. Now we're meeting with uh, our consul today as we were out with that. I got offered a, a, just a casual job offer in Sweden as a flight instructor once I finish my training here. So I may or may not take that. Um, I'm not really sure it's in Malmo, Sweden. Which, if I remember correctly, was an absolute shithole back in 2000 and like 17 and 18. It com- completely taken over, but not completely, but uh, way too many refugees for my liking. And I'm pretty sure they had like firebombs going off and shit and riots because of uh, the the uh, legal immigrants. It's so funny. It's like that Malmo, I'm pretty sure, just got completely conquered. And it just didn't look very safe. And then if you go across the bridge, you live in Denmark, Copenhagen, which is like 10 times nicer than Malmö, I'm pretty sure. So my plan is, is that if I do take that job in Sweden, I'll live in Denmark and just commute across that bridge. It's like a 35 minute train ride. I'd be willing to do that. I already commute an hour each way, but you know, that's kind of like, I don't really know if I'm going to take that job because in order to become EASA certified, which is like European flight instructor certified, it's like $20,000. Like, do I really want to go $20,000 in debt for a place that I'm only going to fly in for a year max and just get my hours and dip? I don't know. Probably not, to be honest, but it's an option. The point is I have options. Um, But yeah, that's been going really well. Flight school, I'm finally like learning for real how to fly an aircraft. I'm soloing now. I just soloed an hour the other day, which is the weirdest feeling ever. It is the absolute weirdest feeling ever. Because you are the pilot in command, nobody is there to save you. Everything relies on you: your landings, your takeoffs, your checklists, your your pattern altitudes, your your emergency procedures. Everything is on you now, and the training wheels are off. It took me a year, but the training wheels are off, and uh, I'm flying around by myself now. I'm probably going to do a cross country to a little ski town called McCall, and uh, you know, land my aircraft there. Maybe get some food at a pizza place or something. I don't know, because I have to land. But it's it's a really unique feeling. And, you know, for a while there, I was really questioning myself about becoming a pilot because I was just struggling so hard with school. I have never been so challenged in my entire life until I became a pilot. I've done a, Like I've said in my previous episodes, I've done a lot of hard things in my life, but never has anything ever compared to the difficulties of flight school. And my brain, guys, my brain could not retain information. I don't know what it was, but when I was studying for my written test, which is a 1,000 question test, which I passed, by the way. I don't know if I told you guys that, but I passed that test. 1,000 total questions uh, out of a pool. I think it was like a 60 question test. I sat there eight hours a day for like, not even joking, a month and a half just studying for this test. And I had to rewire my brain. And I had to use that plasticity of my brain to like build those neurons, build those connections to physically retain information, but also emotionally and spiritually tell myself that I'm capable of learning because when I was going through this studying process, I was like, I was convinced that I could not learn this information. I I just, it was impossible. I just couldn't do it. And then I was realizing that I was overcoming a lot of issues that were induced or implanted within me, which I've talked about before. I don't really have to talk about it again by the school system where I thought that I was not capable of learning that I was dumb. You know, these are the thoughts that are going through my head. I obviously don't think that now. I know that I'm like not stupid. I know that I'm capable of learning, but my the, the makeup, the physical makeup of my brain was convinced that it itself could not learn. And that was something that was affirming itself within my mind. You can't learn. You can't learn. You're dumb. Uh, you're not going to pass this test. And I know that most of this came from the school system and not being like, I feel like if I was told that I was a good student, if I was told that I was capable of learning, if I was told that I was smart um, throughout my schooling experience, I probably would have been a good student, but I was never really affirmed of being a a good student. I was always, I always felt like I was stupid. I always felt like everyone around me was 10 times smarter when actually that, I don't think that was necessarily the case. Um, But I'm still like to this day overcoming those feelings. And that was a really weird thing to experience. And a lot of you guys have experienced that too, where you sit down and you learn something, you just don't have the attention span. You don't have the confidence. You just beat yourself up. You want to give up. And I I had to really get past it. And I did. And my brain is actually different now. It's shocking how fast I can retain information now because I have actually changed the the plasticity plastic the I'm like I'm like sitting here trying to tell you guys how much my brain has changed and I can't even say plasticity. Uh but my brain has changed and I'm able to retain things. So that just goes to show you like the brain is able to change itself if you force it through willpower and consistency. You know, I used to look at things like learning a language or memorizing, for example, drill sergeant modules and stuff. And I used to think that was really difficult. Now you know, just studying in general, schoolwork in general is getting easier because I forced my brain to change. And I'm um, about halfway through college now. Um, I'm starting to, I think I need to reevaluate my episode that I did about school. Hold on. Is he awake awake? He might go back to sleep. He's been so tired. He has slept for, I mean, he's been asleep for like four hours now, which is shocking. My kid never, ever, ever sleeps for three, four hours at a time. Some of your guys' babies, your babies will sleep for three hours. And you're like, that was a pretty decent nap. If my baby ever slept for three hours, four hours outside of him being sick, I'd be like, are you okay, dude? An hour max. He's always been like that No, He's always been like that. But yeah, he's sleeping. I mean, he's probably still asleep right now, honestly. Um, But anyways, I need to reevaluate that episode that I did about college because I think I strictly said that college was just not worth it. And you shouldn't go to college, and it's a complete waste of money. I'd have to re-listen to that episode, which I'm not going to do. But I, I said that college was a waste of time, as a waste of money, and you're not going to get any value of it. And though I still believe that to be eh, partly true, I'm in a really cool degree program right now, where I'm doing something really awesome. Where, yeah, I'm doing some fucking bullshit classes. Don't get me wrong. Like, like business one hundred and one and and speech. Even though even that class is kind of cool. Um, communications, whatever. Um, I'm doing some dumb classes, but I'm also doing really cool classes that are good for my career, like instrument ratings and commercial and, and aircraft safety and accident analysis. Like I'm doing some cool classes. The point is, is like, if you can, if you can use college to your advantage, if you know what you want to do, like, you know what you want to do with your life, you know, what kind of money you want to make, what kind of career field you want to be in you're you have a pretty good idea. Like college is a great place to start for a lot of people. And people were telling me, college, man, for aviation doesn't matter. You don't even need a degree to get into the aviation field. You can get hired without it. Okay. Partly true. But then you look at the guys who are making the big bucks at like uh, FedEx and UPS and stuff like that, like the big dogs, the captains, the guys who are pulling like 500K plus a year. Do they have degrees? Yeah, they have fucking degrees, dude. They got like bachelors in fixed doing science and like aeronautical science and all this crap like that. So yeah. Um, kind of important to have a degree in aviation, in my personal opinion. So the point is I have to reevaluate my relationship, my outlook on college, be a little bit more fair. I have more experience. I noticed that when I talked about college the first time, I had almost no college experience. The college experience I did have was bullshit. I was going in for like a psych degree or something like that, which I didn't really have interest in. I thought I did, but I didn't. So I'm going to talk about that again. Um, I want to talk about also drinking holy basil tea right now. Amazing tea. I want to talk about fatherhood, some observations that I've made about fatherhood. Um, maybe I'll do like top five tips for new dads or something like that. I feel like I can really offer a lot of insight and advice to maybe like the first year of your child's life. Cause I'm so fresh still. And I've learned so much that I feel like I can do a really good year, you know, looking back year long review. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe I'll do that. I don't train jujitsu anymore, guys. I know that's, that's crazy. It's sad. <laughs> it sucks. It's not like I really wanted to stop training jujitsu. I just kind of really lost interest in my gym. It was a decent gym overall, but I mean, I was in that gym for almost a year. I didn't get a single stripe. Um, I attended like 40 plus classes. Um, as I trained as much as I could, I was in full-time school, I was a full-time student, full-time dad, 40 plus classes, two tournaments, podiumed in one, and I'd never got a stripe. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Like I'm kind of just wasting my money and my time here at this point. Good coach overall, good people, but I just, I just wasn't vibing with it anymore. So I ended up leaving that gym and I don't train Jiu-Jitsu anymore. Um, never got a stripe, still a blue belt, obviously. Um, probably once we move to, we're trying to move to downtown Boise. Um, I'll maybe start picking up training there again, but you know, that just goes to show you how busy I've been when I haven't even really had time to train jujitsu. I mean, I've still been weightlifting, but jujitsu just, I I can't right now. I need to get back into it though, because letting that skill dissipate is really going to suck because the longer you stay out of jujitsu, I mean, the more painful getting back into it is, but, um, what else do I have to update you guys on? Um, if you're still listening to this episode, I don't know how many minutes we're in, but do me a favor and, Send me a message uh, in regards to what you want to hear me talk about, uh, topics of discussion, maybe questions that you guys have for me. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how to get back into podcasting right now because I feel like the only things I can talk about is flying airplanes and being a dad. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let me know what you guys want me to talk about. It also lets me know that you guys listen to the episode. For some reason, while I was gone, um, my podcast got like, 13,000, uh, listens in only a couple months, which is like really good. Uh, but anyways, yeah, let me know what you guys want me to talk about. I'm going to go kids awake. I think we're going to go for a walk, um, get them some sunlight and, uh, we'll go from there. See ya.